the dough with five posts coming up. Yeah, they gon' talk about Florida, cause it sucks. Yeah, they gon' talk about politics, news and stuff. Yeah, they gon' talk about cousins, money, so what? Yeah, they gon' talk about it. All right, everybody, welcome to another glorious week here at the Doe and Five O Show. It's been a hot minute since we, uh, no, it's been really a hot hasn't. second since we tried to shoot one of these. Uh, bloopers have already started. It's already started, so. Uh, you been doing all right, Joe? Yeah. Good, good, yep. good. We've been fine. Uh, first time we've had actually had a physical guest on the show. Uh, this is Tommy Beatty, and uh, he's been. Hey, Tommy. Hey. He's been dumb enough to join us this week, so. Uh, Idiot. It might be the first time I've ever been called physical. Yeah. Uh, well, Tommy last does. time you'll probably ever be on a show, too. You know better after this. <laughs> Tommy does some glorious play-by-play for some of the high school games here in our local county. So, yeah, uh, that's, uh, we have, we have, we're up to seven listeners. Seven? Yeah. That's five more than we have. <laughs> well, you have your mom. My dad. Your dad. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready to dive into the headlines? We are ready. All right, we're going to pop into news. So we've got, it's been so many weeks again since we've, uh, we've done a show. We're going to do things a little differently. Uh, we're going to actually release, we've done it this way before, but I think this, this, this next week we'll release the show in segments. So it's not so insanely long because we have a lot of news stories. We have a lot of Florida stories, uh, Joe's favorite poli- uh, political garbage. So uh, the show will come out in segments this week instead of one long show. So we've got plenty of people that got plenty to do. It's kind yeah. of like Chinese water torture, right? Oh. Yeah. Because it's not like an instant death. It's more like a prolonged <laughs> torture. Yeah. Uh, you guys remember how you uh, proposed to your uh, significant other? I knocked her over the head with a club, and I put a ring on her finger, and I paid a priest. That explains a lot. Tommy? Um, it was a Christmas. I actually never did get down on one knee, though. My wife didn't even realize what I was actually. doing. Mine was so smooth, she didn't even realize that I had proposed to her. That's how good I was. Uh, this anyway, we're gonna see a guy that proposed to his girlfriend at Disney World. So you guys wanna take a look at the video here? Here we go. So this guy uh, thought he'd try and be romantic and proposed to his girlfriend at Disneyland or Disney World. I don't know what the difference is or which one's where, but uh, yeah. he got a pretty strange reaction when he uh, when he was getting ready to pop the question here. Let's take a look at it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> so it actually ends happily ever after okay. for this guy. I was waiting, <laughs> so was I. I. I wasn't certain of the outcome, and all of a sudden, Minnie Mouse comes out of there. Yes! So I'm not really sure if that was supposed to be a domestic battery or a marriage proposal. In but, Florida, uh, yeah. he'd be in jail already. Yeah, I gotta give the guy props. I mean, he went through that every hit. <laughs> yeah. Immediately into it, he gets smacked in the head. I mean, I might have bailed out on that, <laughs> that point. Well, we know how the rest of the marriage is going to go. Yeah, it's, yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, I've entertained Joe a lot over the last few years over how insanely stupid some criminals, well, all criminals, but especially some criminals can really be... Uh, we got a story here, Joe, out of uh, Goose Creek, South Carolina, where an accused porch pirate that was arrested when he shows up in court, uh, when he shows up in court, he showed up in the same shirt uh, from the surveillance video footage of him actually picking it up. <laughs> he's, uh, now he's a known butt pirate? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, porch pirate. A uh, South Carolina man is in custody after wearing the same shirt to a courtroom that he wore, uh, that he wore to steal packages off porches in, Goose, in a Goose Creek neighborhood. The first picture of the man in a north uh, in a green North Face T-shirt was posted on the Goose Creek Resident Group Facebook page, claiming that he had stolen packages from the porches in the Oaks subdivision. The, 
post would read, beware of this porch pirate, and went on to say that the man pictured had st <laughs> stolen packages from at least two different porches. Uh, Goose Creek PD posted to their Facebook page saying that the man came into the courtroom the next day wearing the exact same shirt. Well, sometimes people actually do make our job easy, the post said from the uh, PD's Facebook page. This guy decided to come into our courtroom the day after the first post was made, and lucky for us, he was even wearing the same shirt. <laughs> We're happy to say that the judge found it, uh, enough probable cause to go ahead and place him into custody. <laughs> I don't know what's funnier, but butt pirate or porch pirate or goose lake or whatever the hell it's called. You'd be surprised how frequently criminals wear the same clothing day after day after day after they've committed a crime. That's or after sad. they've made donuts. I mean, yeah, yeah I guess. I mean, they should, some of them should really just try and steal a bar of soap. <laughs> Dad gets uh, six little turd tattoos in a tribute to his children. Uh, Proud Dad has made an unusual tribute to his six kids by getting their names tattooed on them alongside six little, uh, well, turds. <laughs> we'll put the pictures up there for you guys to see. Uh, Some are bigger than others. Yeah, they are. Some are bigger turds than others. Uh, Bobby Wilson from Port Orchard, Washington in the United States said he decided on the design as he's been calling his kids little turds for years. Uh, the 33-year-old dad is Bobby, uh, is dad to Bobby, age 14, Riley 12, Liliana age 10, Chase 9, Silas, age six, and Le Layla, age three. Well, we know what that guy's hobbies are. Yeah. <laughs> He's even dumber than I am, I think. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Yeah, six of them. You only have... Oh, uh, you have 15. Yeah. Oh, it goes up every time we talk, so... Uh, speaking to Bobby, who owns a welding and fabrication company, so I've been calling my kids turds for years, so why not get turds on my leg with some flies, too? Uh -huh. uh, so he does have some flies mingled in there. I don't know if you guys caught that or not, so... He's the grandkids? It's quite the... <laughs> quite the... Uh, Quite the attractive uh, tattoo. I'm sure he'll not live to regret that one day. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to think big picture. <laughs> now, if the guy owned a, like a septic system or service or something like that, yeah, let's go for that. <laughs> just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <clears throat> yeah, you'll have to explain that every time someone sees that. Why do you have turds tattooed on your leg? Yeah. Oh, well, I always call it in. in yeah, some. Every tattoo should be a story, but, you know, I have to one, Not it. one that you have to explain every time. <laughs> Why does Grandpa have your name next to a piece of poop, Daddy? Mm -hmm. and, and it's going to be all shriveled yeah. up yeah. by then. I think it's all wrinkled. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Why does he have raisins next to it? <laughs> Police say a man agrees to uh, don a protective mask at a Fallbrook, uh, Fallbrook bank, and then he can, uh, proceeds to rob it. Now, we've talked about this before, right when the coronavirus pandemic started, right? that uh, we found it very bizarre that banks are requesting you wear masks inside of their facilities. Yes. Normally they frown upon them. Yes. Uh, hoodies, uh, masks, you know, they're usually... Dark glasses. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Guns. Uh, authorities reached out to the public Tuesday, November 3rd, for help in identifying a thief who robbed a Fallbrook bank on Halloween after entering barefaced and then complying with an employee's request to go ahead and put on a protective mask due to the coronavirus pandemic. He, wait, he went in there to rob it without the mask originally, making him easier to identify. Did he... Did he uh, Check his account first. Did they give him an account? I don't know, first? but I'm wondering if this uh, this uh, this employee might be considered an accomplice now, since they helped him uh, conceal his identity. But uh, the robber, who appeared to be in his 30s or early 40s, walked it, wa walked with a limp, approached the teller at the Chase Bank, uh, Chase Bank branch, uh, and uh, around 2 p.m. on Saturday, according to the FBI, after the clerk told him he had to wear a face mask to conduct business at the bank, he left, returned a short time later with one on, and then proceeded to write a demand note on a deposit slip. He then gave the teller a written message which read in part, Don't do any sudden movements, just read the note. After the employee handed him an undisclosed amount of cash, the robber left the bank and fled the area on foot. Uh, he was described as thin, gray-haired, uh, roughly 5 feet 10, Latino or white, 
wearing sunglasses, sweatpants, black hoods, uh, hooded sweatshirt, a black baseball hat, dark colored shoes. Didn't say what color his mask was. Uh, anybody that's got any uh, information is encouraged to call the San Diego Crime Stoppers. <laughs> that's that screams boredom to me. Who robs a bank at two o'clock on a Saturday afternoon? Well, that's what I was wondering too. What what banks are open at two o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. Why aren't our banks open at two o'clock in the afternoon? <laughs> yeah, on Saturday? it was it was it was California. Okay, so they do things differently there. That's even worse because it's like four hours behind there. <laughs> Be like six o'clock here. Sheriff uh, Spartan says, man robs Happy Valley Hardware Store, flees an SUV with couch strapped to the roof. They'll never find him. <laughs> it's just a lazy getaway. Out of Clackamas County. And <laughs> we can take a nap later on. <laughs> Out of Clackamas County, Oregon, law enforcement on Tuesday arrested a man for allegedly robbing an Ace Hardware Store at gunpoint and then fleeing from police in an SUV with a couch strapped to its roof. A Clackamas County deputy uh, contra contracted to the Happy Valley Police Department responded after a witness reported the robbery in the 1400 block of Southeast Sunnyside Road around 10.50 a.m. The witness provided a deputy with a detailed description of the suspected uh, dark-colored Mazda, which reportedly had a large sofa strapped to the top of it. Law enforcement spotted the SUV within minutes and tried to stop it, but the driver refused to pull over. Instead, Joseph Johnson, age 34, of Milwaukee, led law enforcement on a chase west, uh, on west of Southeast Sunnyside Road and then uh, continued on to the interstate. During the pursuit, the sofa remained firmly affixed to the vehicle's roof. Johnson would ditch the SUV and fl flee on foot. He was arrested about a block away without any further incident. <laughs> he didn't get too far. He, he got a block. <laughs> so he's better off staying in the, the, uh, the granny car with the, uh, the, the, the with couch. With the couch. <laughs> At least we know he's, uh, he's safe when, he, when he's uh, hauling furniture around. He, doesn't so he strapped it down firmly, and I'm, I'm really proud of him for that. But and People know how to strap things down. Again, why are we robbing an Ace Hardware? The bank was closed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah. Boredom. I'm telling you, people are boredom. The pandemic has ruined us all. No, you have to do this. Yeah, you have to. You can't just oh, say that. You have to say pandemic. pandemic. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Firefighters rescue three men trapped in a dryer. There's three men in a dryer. That sounds like a joke. It sounds like a limerick <laughs> starting, doesn't it? <laughs> Remember the movie Three Men and a Baby? Yeah. <laughs> three Men in a Dryer. Three Men in a Dryer. Uh, I don't care how big that dryer is. That's still impressive. And, and a little... <laughs> well, that'd be a little... A rabbi and... Yeah. Well, we <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> walked into a dryer. I think the last time we shot the show, didn't we have a co-ed, college co-ed that was stuck One in a dryer? One chick. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, but, yeah. She was drunk. And I, I get it. But now three men three in a dryer. I don't care how... Big the dryer is. I'm not getting in a dryer with you too. No, no. There's no. It's not going to happen. Uh, no. Essex County Fire and Rescue Service were called a derelict laundry. <laughs> derelict, derelict laundry. laundry. Wait, what's the name of the town again? Uh, it just says Essex County. Essex. Yeah. Essex. So the bunch of derelicts. Uh, they went. <laughs> they found the three young men, all believed to be in their late teens, oh, stuck in the industrial-sized okay. dryer. No. I've Still done not some okay. Pretty, I've done some pretty stupid things in my. Yeah, team. but how did they get in there? That's crazy. That, that had to be a dare. I'd love to tell you, but... Uh, yeah, just, and if it was in Michigan... Uh, or California, California, Florida. Colorado. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I could understand more. Yeah. <laughs> well, there might be some driving factors. Uh, two of them had successfully climbed in. The third had gotten his ankles trapped in the door. The fire service had to call out SS, SX police, the helicopter medical <laughs> emergency <laughs> service, and the ambulance service... Uh, to respond to help free the young men. The helicopter one? Uh, apparently. Uh, they used a range of heavy equipment and removed the dryer door so the third man could free himself. 
All three were given uh, pain relief medications and left in the care of paramedics. Now we know why. <laughs> Free drugs. <laughs> so the third one got his ankles caught. Which so was he going in breach or was he? <laughs> what? I, he must have went in head first yeah. and then. I hope. Could I they hope breathe in there? I, well, I, I tell you what, if I'd have seen him, I'd shut the damn door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys don't deserve, deserve it. <laughs> How much does it cost again? <laughs> Got any uh, Purdue fans here? Yeah, I, yeah, I like Mr. Dunn. Big Purdue fan. Even more reason not to like the Boilermakers. And Kathy's, Kathy's brother actually went to Purdue. I like Mr. So Dunn. He's a great guy. He is a good guy. Uh, Purdue Pete, Joe, did you see this? Got arrested at McDonald's for alleged battery and disorderly conduct. <laughs> I heard about that. <laughs> Have you been to a McDonald's lately? <laughs> no, no wonder the man's angry. We can't, we can't be mad at him. Uh, Joseph Desmond, a senior at the Cranert School of Management and uh, the school's current Purdue Pete, was arrested on multiple charges at McDonald's at 605 West Stadium Avenue around the sec uh, 2 a.m. Holy crap, uh, October, back on October what, 11th. What could have been happening at 2 a.m.? <laughs> nothing good. My grandma always said nothing good happens after midnight. Yeah, so. it's true. Uh, West Lafayette PD officer was advised that two men were allegedly fighting in the parking lot and one hit the other one with his vehicle. A Purdue University Police Department officer reportedly had Desmond in handcuffs and was speaking to the alleged victim, who the officer reported had sustained multiple injuries. A McDonald's employee identified Desmond as the driver of the vehicle that struck the other person, which Desmond would later deny. Uh, probably not his car. The officer reported <laughs> that he was immediately met with by the overwhelming odor of an alcoholic beverage on Desmond's breath, no. and that the student reportedly had watery eyes and slurred speech. Desmond had walked into the restaurant from his apartment on Littleton Street and thought he was at McDonald's in Chauncey Village. Des wow. Desmond said he walked into McDonald's to get a burger because he was drunk. I always liked pancakes when I was drunk. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Denny's. Man, I love me some Denny's. Country kitchen. Uh, anyway, Waffle get, House. Getting off topic. Awful House. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, he said, you know, I got food uh, poisoning at Waffle House. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> We're walking through all that vomit and stuff. <laughs> anyway, uh, he, uh, Desmond says said that the victim began pushing him, but he was reportedly unable to explain the situation further. Desmond had red marks on either side of his neck, which were uh, recorded by the officer. Desmond allegedly claimed to have been golfing earlier in the day and had to be drunk all night. Uh, the reporting, the reported having consumed seven beers, seven beers, while golfing and then going to Harry's Chocolate Shop around 11 p.m., where he said he had approximately four mixed drinks. Chocolate Shop with mixed drinks. Uh, although he couldn't remember exactly how much he had to drink, uh, the officer took Desmond to West, West Lafayette PD headquarters, where he subjected to three separate uh, field sobriety tests, all of which he shockingly failed. <laughs> uh, officer believe, had probable cause to believe that Desmond had operated a vehicle intoxicated and added that his blood alcohol content was .172. Uh, Desmond is listed in the Purdue Athletic Spirit roster for the 2019-2020 athletic season. Uh, Purdue Athletics is aware of the situation regarding Joseph Dresman and will address the situation accordingly as the process unfolds. He was charged with uh, battery resulting in bodily injury, operating a vehicle while intoxicated, while endangering a person, disorderly conduct, and resisting law enforcement. Uh, Purdue Pete, uh, yeah, that was just uh, too much fun for him, he's just I guess. A, he's just a kid. He is. Just a kid who got drunk, did something stupid. I hope that he doesn't get too beat up for that. In a college town. Yeah. Now, now you know if by some miracle there's a basketball season yeah. come winter that the second Purdue travels to Indiana University, those students are going to be, even if that kid is not Purdue Pete anymore, uh -huh. can you imagine the signs and the stands? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, or the raining of cheeseburgers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're all going to have the golden arches. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> and as well they should. <laughs> 
Eight-year-old from Texas wins first in kids' category for best mullet in the United States. I'm, I'm glad that we have contests like that. <laughs> it's a very good one. We'll put his picture up there for everybody to see. It's quite the glorious uh, hairdo. Um, an eight-year-old. Achy, breaky heart just got <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. An eight-year-old in Texas can now say he has the best mullet in the United States after winning first place in the kids' division in the 2020 Kids Mullet Championships which was put on by the USA Mullet Championships. I didn't even know there was such a thing. I, why is there such a thing? Well, get this. This Jax took home a $500 prize, Joe, and a gift card package for his curly mullet. He beat out a, he beat out a hundred other applicants and received 5,000 votes. That's He's gotta be so proud. That's gotta be it. I wonder That's if those votes were legit. Were they mail-in? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well then, no. <laughs> you know his license was suspended already, right? <laughs> yeah, He was born with a suspended license. <laughs> Something that kid can look back on one day and be proud of. Yeah. He's going to look back and everyone has that timeline and oh, yeah. where it's, everything went downhill. This is where I peaked. This is where it was. This is where I jumped the shark. We were just talking about that. Was it today? or I don't know. It's been within the last couple of days where we're talking about people peaking in high school. Yeah. Well, yep. He's not even going to make it to junior high before that. He, he just peaked. He Eight years old. Elementary. He's all done. Elementary and he's out. What is that, like second grade? Yeah, uh, we're gonna grade, yeah. just put up kind of a comical video here where a raccoon got loose in a local uh, school district and created some havoc. Uh, some CCTV inside the school caught the uh, staff trying to catch the uh, wild animal. Wow. Having a good time here. It's oh, looking it's pretty good. Fast! <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy's smart. Hey, yeah. Man, I'm, go ahead. <laughs> what What are they gonna do? Pick it up? I was gonna say, what are you gonna do when you catch it? I, I would not. Because they are up. vicious. Yeah, they're mean. Yeah, they are. But usually they're kind of lumbering. I never see them move it that fast. <laughs> Where's she gonna go? I don't know. I just thought that was a funny video. That is funny. All right, a couple more stories left here in the news, and we'll wrap things up for news this week. Uh, out of Rochester, Minnesota, a Rochester man pleads guilty over cocaine found in someone else's buttocks. <laughs> that was my cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, out of Rochester, Minnesota, a guilty plea is entered over cocaine found in someone else's butt. Uh, Mahad Muhammad Muhammad. I... Whatever. Yeah, just uh, 25 of Rochester pled guilty on Monday to second degree uh, drug possession. He was arrested after traffic stop in the 1200 block of 12th Street in Rochester back in December of 2018. Uh, authorities say a teen in the car with Muhammad was searched, and law enforcement says cocaine was found in his buttocks. Yes. Uh, Muhammad is accused of telling the teen to hide the drugs inside of his pants. Uh, Muhammad is scheduled to be sentenced on September, or I'm sorry, December 7th. That's interesting. Usually it's the. Uh, <laughs> That's, That's so not funny. mine. <laughs> I can't even imagine it. I'm riding with somebody. Oh, shit, we got pulled over. Here's some cocaine. Put it in your ass. <laughs> no. No, I'm not no. going to put it in my ass. It's your effing cocaine. <laughs> but how, he, how did he get charges of possession, but it, he wasn't possessing it? Because there's people that they find it. Do you watch the show? This happens all the time. People are pulling stuff out of every orifice of their body and saying it's not theirs. Yeah, it's this amazing. Guy, this guy does the right thing. He still gets arrested. That's mine. Oh, my bad. A uh, man arrested after sharing commuters with money from the 30th floor window. Uh, that sounds like something you would do. Was it coins? <laughs> Chinese police have arrested a man after he scattered a heavenly rain of banknotes on commuters from his apartment window while allegedly high on methamphetamine. What? Police say the 29-year-old was in a trance after taking drugs at his home on the 30th floor of a building in uh, southwestern China. 
when he began throwing in cash out of the window to the streets below. Local media reported the heavenly rain of banknotes from the sky, and a video of the October 17 in uh, incident has been viewed more than a half a million times. The footage shows traffic sl slowed to a crawl or completely stopped in some sections, as dozens of people left their cars or walked to the busy road to catch the money. Uh, police were called, and the man was taken into custody. Police say had a, said in a statement he had been detained for taking drugs and was under investigation and receiving some treatment. Uh, back in 2000, 2017, also in the same city, a woman walked into traffic for throwing bank notes behind her, prompting police officers to pick them up, pick her, them up as he followed her. Uh, local media reported that she told police she threw the uh, equivalent of 2300 United States dollars because she was in a bad mood. Well, I, right. He's always in a bad mood and comes lives here. <laughs> so what, what did they arrest him for, littering? It doesn't say what the charge is. I, uh, that's you crazy have to have to a reason to be arrested in China? Yeah. Probably got uh, the sweatshirt. Watch them southwestern Chinese people. Probably cut off. Isn't that where they cut off your fingers for uh, shoplifting? Is that China? Or? So if you're giving money away, do they add fingers back? You want to sew an hmm. extra finger on? I don't know. How you know what? Can you buy fingers? Why not? You probably can. In Black China. market. There's always something. I mean, you can buy kidneys and stuff over there. Why not? So. Well, that's all we got for this week in news. Uh, like I said, we're going to be releasing thing, uh, shows and uh, the segments and. and probably by the day this next week because we have so many stories. So uh, thanks for tuning in to news and stay tuned tomorrow for Thriller. It's our favorite.